Sunday, May 9th, 2021. Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers that are listening, if y'all are listening. Hey, happy Mother's Day. And if this is, if y'all are listening on Monday, when this is aired out, happy Mexican Mother's Day. Found out that (laughs) the Mexicans celebrate Mother's Day every May 10th. Doesn't matter what day it is. May 10th is the day for Mexico's National Mother's Day. Damn, let's celebrate both. They celebrate both. They're over here in the U.S. They know how to party. So, yeah, bro. I got nothing. (laughs) (laughs) You got nothing at all. Not even... The the Panthers hired the a new assistant general manager. Yeah, Dan Morgan is back with the squad. That's yeah, that man I used to use on Madden back when I started playing Madden. Had that linebacker Dan Morgan. That's when I first became. Or that's when I was like a first fan. Oh, he was an actual player. Yeah. No, I know. Linebacker number fifty-five played. He played quite a bit of years. I want to say. My guess mm-hmm. is seven, probably more than that though. And then you went from a player to a personnel with the coach. Bills. I'm guessing probably something between that too. But I yeah. saw that he's the new assistant general manager. I was like, damn, we got Scott Federer, GM. Under David Tepper, the owner. And now I give that boy an assistant named Dan Morgan, who used to play for us. Damn, what's he going to do for y'all, nothing? What does the assistant general manager do, bro? I have no idea. <laughs> probably amazing. look at, probably like a, a a new scout kind of dude, or what? I saw that uh, my boy wasn't having fun. Yeah. Kickley? Yeah. He didn't like the scouting or what? That boy retired. Oh, he even retired from the scout? Yeah. He said that, <laughs> open some new doors, I might enjoy this, and a year later, that boy, out. Did not enjoy it. guess thing. he did not enjoy it, because he's going to just go live life. I was like, dang, watch that boy come back, just because all the studs we have now on linebacker. That'd be crazy. I'd be like, Dan. And then we got Dan Morgan back. Hey, he's going to teach some of these young linebackers? Nah, I doubt it. Assistant general manager, I doubt they do that. I think they do all nothing but business. That's my best guess. Just behind the office type shit. I guess it depends on the style. That'd be... That'd be kind of crazy. You know, you don't really ever hear like, oh, the assistant general manager's on the field right now. (laughs) (laughs) Calling some defensive plays. I doubt that. I think they just do on all the the monkey suit shit. (laughs) Those fucking suits. Yeah. Damn, yeah. Important job. They do do like a, they have a pretty heavy grade in the draft, don't they? They on the save who y'all. Gets drafted and stuff. They were asking uh, uh, Matt Rule. So you have the first defensive pick, and 
You went with J.C. Horn. Why him over <laughs> Patrick Sertain? Damn, that boy has the giggles, man. You got something to say, bro? Go ahead and say it. And now you just keep like, <laughs> look like you're like looking for someone to come behind you and give you a secret TKO or something. Nah, this dog, bro. My mom left her dog oh. here while she went to the festivals. And just has been crying ever since she left. I can't even hear it. I mean, I hear it every now and again, but I can't hear it right now. Uh, he's in the room right now, just chilling. He's about to leave and start crying. Crazy shit. Oh, I thought you had him like, locked up in the bathroom or something crazy. Nah. I just couldn't hear him from the kitchen. He's kind of getting on my nerves. I'm like, God. Well, God darn it. That's what I said whenever I looked at the... Because I was, I, was, I was, like, speaking of the draft and stuff. Because I watched many reviews with some of, uh, like, uh, Williams, our running back we took. And they were just talking, and even Patrick Sertan. It was crazy because you said, like, they're zooming him and talking to him a lot. Both, uh, basically all the draft picks that have actually watched the interviews that the Broncos got, they were like, I had no idea. I thought they weren't interested in me. Because apparently, like, at least Sertan and Williams, the Broncos talked to him one time. And then they were just like, all right. And that was it. Well, even Williams just tripped and he's like, yeah, they were not even on my view at all. Like, I I definitely did not think. They're like one of the last teams I, I would even think about to draft. And I was like, damn, George Payton. Low key moves, huh? And that's the smoke screens you've been talking about, eh? Talk to the man smoke once. Screen. Yeah. The ninja. That's good. And just yeah, like leave. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like they, we ain't going over there, man. I'm looking like I'm going to be a Detroit Lion now. Shit. We're going to go ahead and go to both of Justin Fields' pro days, make get, everyone think. Get drafted Meanwhile, by the Detroit Lions, and they're like, what? I retired already. What are you talking about? The tight ends. I wonder what the hell the, the Detroit Lions have with tight end problems, because Gronk. Getting traded over there. He's like, What are y'all talking about? Traded? I, I retired. <laughs> Stays with the Patriots. Go Super Bowl. <laughs> now, what's his name? Jordan Hill? Is that the dude's name? Uh, he's no. Joshua Hill. Josh Hill. Josh Hill. Yeah. yeah. From the Saints. Retired he, already, he bro. He, reti- <laughs> he retired. That boy got picked up by the Lions. And then. And I guess he saw the the rankings that they're gonna be ranked thirty two. So he's like, "Oh fuck this! I ain't. I'm I'm retired, bro. They just picked me up. I'm sorry, but I'm out. God. No, no hope from the golf. Jeffrey Kopp. I, I don't think he's that bad. I'm kind of to see what he'll do. I guess uh, he's kind of rubbish though. But who knows? Yeah. Four hundred yeah. yard passer, but. Uh no, feels like he hasn't really won any playoff games. Besides maybe, no. maybe I say three no. total. Who knows? Broken dumb playing. I don't know. I guess he's he's got a heart, but shit, the heart of a lion. The heart of a game. lion. They compared a uh, Sam Darnold to a young Matthew Stafford. So that was pretty cool. Oh yeah, because didn't Matthew Stafford do some crazy shit like? Break his back or something crazy, and still like ah, it. It probably wasn't a broken 
Hey, you finally Ooh. right though, shit. You were right last week about the 49ers in the Super Bowl, and I was like, what? <laughs> I don't remember <laughs> them in the Super Bowl. Find out they were in the Super Bowl two years ago. Well, I know, I knew too, because uh, I went to. No, you didn't, dude. You said you were tripping. I went to a Super Bowl party, and you had me second guessing all the. You had me second guessing my, my own life. I was like, did I go to one? What the fuck? <laughs> it was a playoff game, damn it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, yeah, I got that message from Javier. It's like, Hector, you for real don't remember the 49ers in the Super Bowl? That's the birth of Patrick Mahomes. And I guess they kicked their fucking ass because I was like, damn, no, I don't remember that at all. <laughs> oh, shit. That's funny. Yeah. Damn, so you got any uh, new pickups that y'all got that are single-digit jersey numbers? I don't remember if I told you. Yeah. There, if I, there was something like uh, Jerry Judy wanted to switch from number 10 to number 4. Uh-huh. And then KJ Hamler. I think he said he wanted to be from number 13 to number 1 or as number 2. But I was thinking Patrick Sertan's going to get number 2. And I don't think... I think in a fist fight, I think Patrick Sertan will win. So, oh, um, yeah? Yeah, I don't know. I, don't know. I, th- I think he's going to get number 2. He's, he's like the... You know, our prize. Our prize future trophy future Hall of Famer guy. So I think he'll get what he wants. Makes sense. No, that's, that's, about, that's about it as far as all I've really heard. I haven't really kept up with it too much just because you hear all these players wanting to switch and then they get told the price and they're like, no, fuck that. So I'm just going to wait. I'm just waiting to see this who actually switches and who's just talk about it. I'm trying to wait on, what is it, Wednesday? Would that be the 12th? What's the day, the 9th? Then Monday the tenth, yeah, Wednesday. Carolina Panther tickets and the schedule comes out. I can't wait. You got any games you're targeting to like go see live? If we play the Raiders, I'm not sure we do. I like to go to Las Vegas, go to that new stadium. That'd be pretty tight. I never, I haven't even seen a picture of it. I've just heard it looks like a spaceship. It looks like the Death Star. It looks like all this shit just all blacked robot out. Vacuum. Yeah. Yeah, robot, an iRobot vacuum? Yeah, it looks like a big iRobot vacuum. I haven't seen it. I was like, yeah, that'd be interesting to go look at. No, I, would, I would actually like to, I'd like to go check it out. I'd like to check out all the stadiums, actually, but I've never been to Las Vegas, so it'd be a whole experience to me in general. That would be lit. I have to wear my Bronco shit no matter what game it was though. I'm probably getting somebody I'll probably get my ass beat. Hell nah. They're friendly up there. And get out of here. And if they're not friendly, they're just in their own world just smoking some weed. It's pretty lit. Oh, you're talking about just in no in general? Just the vibes in Las Vegas. Uh, I'm telling you, I'm sorry for everybody listening to this. This is gonna be one of the worst mm-hmm. episodes ever. With this dog yeah, just crying. Episode 10. <laughs> uh, after this is all uphill from here, baby. All uphill. Big old milestone. 10th episode. Yes, sir. 
that means we should start getting thousands and thousands of hits. Ah, that would be interesting. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, that's what they say. Just, just keep staying consistent. Just like the Broncos adding players to the roster. Like, we added Eric like Eric Schaubert, Schaubert from the from the Falcons. Who the hell is that? He's a, he was a tight end from the Falcons, number 85. Back in the day, they were sharper. <laughs> they already had like two fucking stud tight ends. Young as shit. Yeah. You do. No offense, and Albert away from them. They're supposed to be really good. So I don't know what for. Maybe he's a blocker. Damn. No offense, tall ass can't block. I don't think he's not known for it. But yeah, I always, I always wondered why. These big ass dudes couldn't learn how to block like a lineman and still catch catch the ball, but sure. obviously it's probably harder than I imagined. I wouldn't doubt it. We uh, agreed to the terms with Chuba Hubbard, our rookie mm-hmm. running back. I'm guessing uh, I heard on the Matt Rule interview they asked about CMC if he's gonna be healthy. And the main goal is to keep him healthy for 17 whole weeks. So I'm guessing Chuba is gonna. See some reps, quite a bit of them too. That sounds like it to me. Yeah, I was like, "Hey, they're gonna share the load." Seventy-five, twenty-five is my guess. Unless it's sixty, forty. That's what I was thinking. I was thinking like, well, I was thinking more like, yeah, well, I guess like thirty, thirty, seventy. Because I bet they, they got to keep McCaffrey out there for some catch plays, right? They got to. It just seems like. Unless I feel like all, all our new little slot receivers going to no. come in effect. Micah Simone, uh, Shai Smith, see what we do with Terrace. Little rumors oh, going around that uh, we picked up Terrace because the Saints wanted him in pick 60, and we had a 59th pick. So we went with. Terrace Marshall Jr. Golly, this guy is crying every time I'm talking. Can <laughs> <laughs> pet that dog? This is his mama. Big time. It's been an hour and 49 minutes. He's just been crying <laughs> this whole time. <laughs> but who's counting? Oh, man. Did you see... Uh, that man run a 10.3700 meter dash? Yeah, I did. Got I last place? Uh, oh, he did, he did the Olympic type thing or what? He did USATF Golden Games. Nine participants and ninth place with a 10.36. So that's pretty mind blowing. Them boys still ran 10 seconds. Still got last place. Imagine if he actually trained track Dude. instead of NFL. Yeah, he'd, he'd, he'd be Six foot four, 235. 23 years old. He had to race a bunch of like Brazilians and stuff. Some of the French. Speaking of uh, us, like the NFL, kind of getting into like more London and Mexico like stadiums that they're getting uh, some European players in the league now officiated this year oh snap off the subject off of that 
Did you see about your boy? The one you're very upset about? From the oh. Broncos? Oh, uh, Juwan James? Yeah. Yeah, what about that trash can? Did you see that uh, they put out a statement right after he got hurt? Because he got hurt in his own gym? No, I didn't. So, he got hurt on his own time. And after that incident, the uh, y'all aren't going to pay the man. Because he didn't get hurt in the NFL facility gym or anything like that. So, y'all are... He was looking at getting that that deal money, you know, his contract ten, money. Like ten mil this year. Yeah, I think yeah, ten and eleven, one of them. And yeah, uh, after he got hurt on his own terms at his own place, uh, yeah, it's going like NFL wide. If you get hurt around your own gym and stuff like that, uh, they have the obligation not to pay them. So, it looks like y'all ain't going to pay the man. Y'all going to save that money. Cash is good, man, because, I don't know. I guess that's why I get there. This is my question. I see a bunch of uh, Chiefs fans tweeting at the Broncos and shit, like Tyreek Hill and all that bullshit, like a bunch of them. They're talking about, oh, so we're just not supposed to work out on the offseason or what? And just talking talking shit, trying to get Bronco fans riled up. And I was thinking about it. I was like, hell yeah, I wouldn't pay them in. I feel like I feel like most of the time, I feel like some teams would. I might be wrong on that, but like in situations like this, hell no. Tell, check this out. Tell me what you would think as a general manager for any team, but in this situation, the Denver Broncos. You make Juwan James one of the highest paid offensive players in the NFL. I believe it was what three seasons. Mm-hmm. And so we got him for $51 million. Guess how many games he played in the... In three what, seasons? Actually, I think we did it was a three-season deal. I guess it's about two or three seasons, but guess how many games he played in that time, regardless? Um, seven. $51 million for him to play three games. Dang! Get out of here. Does he like y'all's... Organization or what? Sounds like that man's just getting that free money just to be chilling. Yeah, working out on his own. Oh, I slipped. I'm done. Yeah. Well, he opted <laughs> out last year because I guess he had a baby or something. He uh, opted out because he, he had a baby. That boy does not sound football focused at all. COVID. I heard Greg Olson's little. Um, retirement speech, and that boy was like almost in tears with all the sacrifices his wife had to make with the kids and shit like that. And while he was just out there grinding, playing football, so now he's like, now it's time to I want to see my kids' games and stuff like that. But Family back in the day, well. it was just straight football, trying to make the team better. Your boy, it sounds like he's like, man, I let them sack tree if I'm. Yeah, trash can, dude. I'm glad, <laughs> I'm glad we're. I've, I've seen we we're in talks with the. Uh, damn, I forgot his name. The Chiefs offensive lineman, not Eric Fisher. Oh, is it like no? It's not Schwartz, right? Yeah, yeah, I think it is. It's some, yeah, something like that. But yeah, we we're talking to him. And I think that's all I really saw as far as offensive linemen. But honestly, this weekend I didn't get much news information. So, what were you saying about the Mexico shit? 
Oh, yeah, you know how we're trying to get into uh, different stadiums in different countries? Well, that tripped me out when I heard it on the the Jay Bances and Take Days Off shit. I was like, yeah. when the hell did we ever talk about Mexico being... I was like, I don't even remember talking about that. I'm interested. Because that's yeah, what... Uh, Mexico City, I believe it was the, the Chiefs and the Rams... They did play there, or they weren't. Oh, play yeah, yeah. The stadium and it delayed. Then I was tripping lot. about you talking about Africa. Then I think you said something about an Africa deal might be coming soon or something like that. And I was like, "What?" I was like, "This sounds exactly what the UFC is trying to do." Damn, that's yeah, it's pretty crazy. But they we have four uh, non United States players playing in the league this year. No, yeah. Or I guess potential to make the roster. San Francisco 49ers has Alfredo Gutierrez from Mexico. He's an offensive lineman. The Rams have Max Pritchard. He's an offensive lineman. He's from Italy. Hmm. And then Bernard Shavoskitz, the Cardinals' new tight end from Austria. And then last, this one was the most interesting. I mean, Aaron Donker, he's at the new linebacker for the Seahawks, and he's from Germany. Hmm. Don't trip me out. Watch him be stars. I remember we had an England guy, uh, defensive end, but we got rid of him this year. He played with us for, like, three seasons. Oh, he's, he's just all right. He was pretty decent, man. But I guess now with all the youngins we got, they're like, nah, looks like you're going to have to. Go back to England, mate. <laughs> <laughs> you know me, fuck. <laughs> you did well. You dirty Dawson. <laughs> Dang. So, I'm wondering how, like, so I want to kind of talk about, I'm going to get your opinion on the Aaron Rodgers thing, but I was kind of thinking about players getting their feelings hurt, kind of like, you know, Aaron Rodgers. And, you know, uh, you remember how I, Aaron Rodgers got his feelings hurt. Yeah, yeah. Remember, like, two or three podcasts ago, they did a, we were talking about, they did an interview with some of the Alabama wide receivers talking about, which quarterback did you like the most? Oh, yeah. Tua. Mac Jones or what? Yeah, and then Jalen Waddle, like, outright just said, I like Mac Jones. And then he ended up getting drafted, paired up with his QB Tua at the Dolphins. Uh And it's kind of interesting to see, like. I bet they tease each other about it. So Mac, oh, yeah. huh? Especially if Mac, oh, well, Mac's gonna be chilling. That's all a little. You're right. Something about Mac Jones gonna be probably sidelined this 2021 season. I was like, damn. That man Jay Bands knows Bill Belichick's playbook. He needs to go be quarterback. Yeah, it's too late, man. He already encrypted the playbook for Ken. You can't just scrap it. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. No, it's you know, a lot of work. You know, Tremiel, the new big star in the Big Apple. You hear about the Zach? The Jets picked up, huh? Zach or who? No, he's gonna be a bigger star. I don't know what uh, I don't know what position it is, but apparently, uh, the Jets drafted a Sarah Fuller, you know, female. What's she doing? <laughs> Unless that's some BS. The kicker or what? No. She looks like it. 
Does that say fullback? Oh, Sarah. No, fuller. Maybe punter or something. I don't know. I know there was this one good girl kicker. Like two years ago. I I saw something this past, like, but uh, I want to say this just like a couple months ago. We're in May, so I probably saw it like maybe three months ago. Some college kicker chick just kicking field goals. Bombing it, huh? Yeah, I don't know. That's cool, man. This girl's girl, maybe someday. I saw the freaking girl, like, coach. Oh, or something yeah, like that from the Bucks. They have like four. No, that's, that's a thing right now. I think even in Chicago, that's a that's a real that's a thing throughout the league. If I'm not mistaken. Golly, won the Super Bowl already. I think it was first season. Yeah. God, that's some crazy. They'll that's be making that Trevor Lawrence shit. money soon. Trevor Lawrence money. Yes, sir. We're kind of talking about it, but he got a four-year deal. For 36, but more towards 37 mil. That's a lot of money for how old is he? 21? 20? 21. 22? It has to be. Because I think the youngest one was on Trey Lance. Saw Jimmy Garoppolo's ready for some competition with Trey Lance. Who's going to win that? Probably Trey Lance. I saw that Jimmy Garoppolo said he was like basically ready to teach Trey Lance. It sounded I saw like that he was ready for season. some healthy competition. I was like, ooh. Good. Who do you think of me? Jimmy G. Guy has too much even, confidence. Too much I confidence. Would, I think you would go with like how I said. I feel like Jimmy might start. And then eventually midway season. Get benched. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't really trust a 20-year-old out there in the NFL season. Like, I was thinking about the Panay Sewell thingy. I was thinking about it pretty hard. Like, my uh, phone just goes on shuffle all the time. And it's walking my dogs, and I hear uh, the last episode we did. And you said, Panay Sewell, man, whoever's in front of him, basically out of the game was what I heard. And I was like, huh. And I started thinking about it. While walking, I was like, "Bro, that boy is twenty years old, buddy. Go against some grown ass fucking men, like grown. Like we ain't talking no twenty two in college, twenty three, twenty four in college. No, we're talking about some thirty four year old, thirty six <laughs> year old, thirty eight year olds. Like they're gonna probably put that boy on his ass, but I hear he's generational. So at least once, right?" Uh, I'm guessing it was like Reggie Bush when he first got in the in the league and they did that uh welcome to the NFL hit. I think it was the Eagles. Just laid that boy out or was it the Bears? I forget. I think it was the Bears. I don't know. They laid that boy out. I had that boy just gasping <laughs> for breath and just crawling and shit. I can imagine the linemen going against these grown ass men. Nasty defensive lineman out there too, man. Mm-hmm. Watch him go against the Miles Garrett. Imagine going against Indomitian Sue. Fuck that. Or get... or Aaron Donald. I don't know. Aaron Donald. 
I'm telling you, dude. Like, I started thinking about it. I was like, eee, it might be a good thing we didn't get him and we got these two veterans plus some rookies and undrafted rookies. Yeah, maybe down the line it'll be worth it. Get some of that experience. Speaking of young people and old people, uh, Vic Fangio, the Denver Bronco coach, made it official. Drew Locke and Teddy Bridgewater will be splitting practice reps 50-50. Ooh. And then best man win. Make the best man win. And then on top of that, we release number nine, Jeff Driscoll. And number, I guess you're oh, third round. Oh, the quarterback. Third string quarterback. So then that kind of got open up conversation. And then the odds to get Aaron Rodgers spiked ever slightly. Yeah, I saw that. I was like, so- whoa. I saw that y'all still in the, in the little lead to get him if he goes anywhere. Imagine this, bro. 6,587 pass attempts. His entire career has only thrown just three picks. His whole career. Didn't y'all, didn't y'all have a Drew Locke throw four against the Falcons this past season? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, this guy has only thrown three picks his entire career, dog. You say how many attempts? 6,587 pass attempts. Wow. Three picks total. Whole career. Aaron Rodgers. Golly. Yeah, ready to put up. I saw a little. Wait a minute. You said three. Picks his entire career. His whole Aaron Rodgers has thrown just three pick sixes. Oh, oh. <laughs> three pick sixes. Whoopsie. <laughs> no way. That's, that, that's still amazing though. I, I I think looking at it though, that one time I looked at it, the the touchdown interception ratio, like he was like. Like levels beyond all the other QBs. He was like a Lamar Jackson or what? Three TDs for one interception in this seat is his host career right now. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't even see him on the list. He didn't make it on the list. Oh yeah, probably run out. Huh? <laughs> Watch him fucking get the MVP this upcoming season. Nah. No chance? No chance. No chance at all. You got no chance. <laughs> yeah, anybody still doesn't talk shit to you about that? <laughs> nah, I'm waiting for Lamar himself to take off the that jersey and it says Fuck the Man with Bands Podcast. They'll be like, oh views. <laughs> <laughs> he just starts a whole. He just starts a whole brand just to say pop 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 That'd be pretty nice. Whoa. Like the gotcha that. hat merch. Yeah, dude. <laughs> no, we're already like, selling hats. I say gotcha hat. Yeah, Jake Paul. That boy don't give a fuck about anything. Crazy. Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that black guy, didn't he? Black guy, but that's literally the picture that uh, he took after uh, before the Nate Robinson fight because he was meditating 
and uh, he ended up like falling face forward on the concrete and broke his nose right before the fight. Really? Yeah, like maybe a day before the fight. Boy was meditating, and then he just passed out, I guess, and boom, right onto the concrete floor, broke his nose, and then he still went that next day and knocked that boy out. So everybody keeps putting up that picture of that time, saying that he got a black eye. I was like, man, this is an old picture. Who knows if he actually got a black eye? Probably did. Them bodyguards ain't nothing to mess with, bro. Yeah, basically, you big ass. That's why you got, that's why you're paying these guys thousands to hundreds of thousands of dollars. That boy literally got the hat, (laughs) then he got grasped real quick, like, not even two seconds later, already getting fucking choked out and shit. It looked like Floyd got a couple quick shots in there, maybe one or two. Boom! I don't play fucking games! God. Didn't he actually, didn't he say I'll kill you or something? Oh, yeah. Big Paul put out there, if I die, y'all know. That's too funny to me. One last, like, little piece of thing, uh, just some, like, random shit that I thought was pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know how, uh, who's that buff punter you're talking about? The Pat Mc... McAfee? Yeah, is that the one that you said was swole? You're talking about punter? Yeah, the punter. The retired already, or what are you talking about? I remember one of the podcasts you were saying, uh, you were saying that he's like the smallest punter in the game. Yeah, probably. Remember I just gave him a birthday shout out last week. Let's see, so check this out. The You see that the, I didn't pay too to but the Steelers... They're 254 overall pick drafted a punter, but he's just not any punter. This guy, let me see. Oh, I can't remember. Preston Marvin III? Yeah, so the 254 overall pick drafted a punter, and this guy is a big body, 5'11", big frame. Punter that weighs 263 pounds. What? 5'11", 263? Yeah, he's just like a big-ass dude. Oh, golly. Yeah, he looks, looks like, a, like a little lineman. <laughs> For real? Golly. <laughs> yeah, I was watching the video. Is that their last pick of the draft or what? Yeah, 254. I just thought it was funny. Like, dang. There's still a chance for some undrafted players, though. There's some diamonds out there that were undrafted. I feel like it's done, so. No. Yeah. Undrafted. Nah, we got undrafted rookies this year out of last year's. Well, we got, like, oh, we have a few people in the Broncos that were start undrafted. Bryce Callahan started off undrafted. Tim Patrick, our last year number one, receiver number one. Alexander Johnson, he's pretty good, linebacker, undrafted. Deontay Spencer. That's pretty interesting. Mike Parsons, there's a bunch. You just never know. Micah Parsons. 
Mike Parcell, mother. Mike Parcell. Number 80. Is that Bill Parcell's son or what? I don't know. This guy looks Samoan. <laughs> unless, unless, Parce- unless Bill has something for Samoans and we don't know it. Probably does all over the world. Different area codes. <laughs> it's all about business. <laughs> Snap. See, okay. did I have anything? That's really about it. We got uh, JC Horn, our number eight, who is going to be battling Kyle Pitts. Atlanta's number eight. So every time we play, it's going to be a battle of the eights. They're not going to stick a linebacker. Isn't that what usually happens? They stick a like a linebacker. I know they'll for safety sometimes a cornerback, but most of the time, isn't it a linebacker on the tight end? Mm-hmm. Who's it going to be? Shaq Thompson or Denzel Perryman? Ooh, Brian Burns, Jeremy Chin. Uh-huh. Jeremy Chin. Chin they, I, I keep thinking he's a safety, but I'm guessing they use him at two positions. Safety at times and linebacker at other times. Blew my mind. I know that's for that's true. I, I feel like I learned a little something, but uh, the Broncos, Vic Fangio, kind of. I think he, I don't know if it's an accident or if he just it's just in his mind that we've been doing that. But he gave away our defensive scheme because they say a lot of people try to mimic Vic Fangio's defensive like concepts, mm-hmm. and then, like he said. Yeah, about it's, we wanted to draft another quarterback, and uh, and we got Browning, the linebacker. He, he they said he could play safety as well. Oh, really? Big dude, we're talking about. Yeah, so we're talking about rotating. Like, oh, yeah. Okay, no, I don't know what you're talking. About. And they're they're even talking really? about. So he's talking about you know how usually it's like a four three, and then the uh, one in the back, uh-huh. like four three four whatever it is. Uh-huh. But, like he's talking about doing like, what was it? Two, two, four, five, or something. Two, four, like having two on the line, four linebackers, and the rest in the backfield. Golly. And he even talked about just doing like a, what was it? A I three, just rode five. down the middle with that shit. I don't know why. <laughs> with the, uh, <laughs> two, four, five, down. just rode down the middle. Quarterback draws. Yeah. Just a bunch of defense in the <laughs> Five yard game. Just keep on going. Keep on doing that. <laughs> yeah, I guess it depends on the linebackers. Some of these linebackers are pretty fucking big. I don't know. Hell yeah, they Pushing are. Pushing big old offensive linemen off balance all easy. Imagine uh, Panay. Sue. <laughs> He's a rookie. He doesn't know. Rashawn Slater. Ah. Uh, and they they got like the second I'm I'm i watched I've re looked at the like the NFL rankings like the draft rankings uh-huh. the Chargers got number two Panthers were like eleven oh really or the Broncos were thirteen or maybe a squat Broncos were eleven and y'all were thirteen or one of the other it's yeah, pretty mind blowing to hear thought they would give us like twenty seven or some shit they no, hate us bro. I don't Youngest NFL team by average ages. So that's pretty nice. Gonna have a bunch of TikTokers this year, but nah, hell nah. I saw that <laughs> lineman talking about Villanueva, talking about 
the youngins, like, they're good. Some of them are good, but there's just some that piss everybody off by doing TikToks and shit. And he was talking about Juju. <laughs> <laughs> so I can imagine the linemen just getting all pissed off about that. Shit. I wonder how the Steelers are going to. I feel like they're going to have a losing season, but who knows? Oh, Big Ben sticking it out. I don't think he would, he would stick it out unless he died. Got a new running back. I'm I'm just I'm just intrigued about this year all the way through. There's like all these teams just doing different little things, just, just things switching up in general. I'm just like yeah, interesting ass season. It's gonna be very interesting. Was it for was the, the ages? First uh, like aren't they usually like in like mid August? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I don't know how. Well, the schedule there. ain't even out for us yet. Oh, so. uh, that's true. They just yeah. have the we'll see, the only game, the only game I know for sure that I want 100% go to is the Broncos playing the Cowboys in Dallas. Yeah, so are we. But we'll I was like, I was like, who knows? Did you see it last night in Dallas, Arlington? No, what? That's where they had the Canelo fight. I didn't know that. If I knew that, I would have tried oh. to win. Freaking. Yeah, something like a 24-foot ring. The guy kind of was fighting, and he, like, requested a bigger ring. Really? If I'm not mistaken. It was, like, usually, like, a 20-foot, and he wanted, like, 24. I didn't know about that. I just knew Billy Joe Saunders, Gypsy Boy. <laughs> so I had a little faith in him. I was like, it's going to be a good fight. So I watched it from round one to eight, and it was a pretty all right fight, pretty good. Just going Amazing. at it, duking it out. Then Canelo starts getting hot, hitting that boy with a lot of uppercuts, which would be my move too. So I was like, that's when you know you have a badass boxer, when that dude just hits uppercuts, like boom, with vicious, bro, just vicious uppercuts. He so kept tucking down. Yeah, and they started reading that. No, that guy's fighting fighter IQ is top notch. Was it like fifty six wins, two one loss, two draws? Yeah. So I think it's also what it is now. And yeah, uh, yeah, I was like, damn, he's only lost to Floyd Mayweather. That's the only loss. And I was like, Gypsy Boy might be good. He's with Tyson Fury. Tyson Fury's a man. So I was like, uh-huh, watch it. I never really watched boxing. And then I find out it's in Arlington. They're already uh, the max capacity for a boxing event, 75,000 people. Ew. And last time I was at Arlington Stadium for uh, WrestleMania, we have the historic um, attendance record with 101,000 people. So I was just like, ah, oh, I'm that environment. Just I got to see Bruce Buffer and people who went to the boxing get to see the brother, Michael. So I was like, ah, oh, I bet that was freaking mind-blowing to see. And the fight Michael started. Buffer? Yeah, the brother. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, that boy Michael was supposed to be the UFC uh, announcer. But he saw that that 
that sport probably wasn't going to last that long. So he's like, nah, I'm good. And then Bruce came in like, hey, would you mind if I audition for the UFC spot? Like, yeah, go ahead and knock yourself out. And he did it with passion. And now Bruce is the man over there and Michael's the boxing man. So that was pretty mind-blowing to me. I was that's like, really man, cool. that's, I was like, I wish I would have known it was an Arlington. I would have straight up tried to go. That would be nice, nice of it. That would be tight. Yeah, he's a big name. I, I seen he was talking, talking, kind of talking shit to Floyd, saying that he he wouldn't come out, he wouldn't try to fight him because of the, he he said some other bullshit, but it's basically just saying that anything Floyd would say would be an excuse, and that he would scrap the floor with Floyd if he came back in there. Canelo did. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's coming out. Yeah, it was coming out. Yeah, that's pretty mind-blowing. Then the whole fight, those vicious uppercuts ended up becoming too vicious. Supposedly, the translator said he broke his cheek. So imagine his cheekbone break. But then they're coming out with speculations that he broke his orbital bone. Dude, he could not even open his eye, dude. It was like this, and they're like, like physically trying to open his eye and it was just shut the whole time and then it finally opened and then it looked all nice and shit and then two seconds later just started getting bloodshot red instantly yeah. and that's when you see it's off it's off and homeboy Canelo's already celebrating by that time because he already knew he broke it and that's <laughs> yeah, what he he just, so he translated at the end. He's like, I already knew I, I had won. I knew he wasn't going to be able to fight anymore. I already knew I broke it. And they, the dude said, broke his cheek. So I was like, God, oh, imagine breaking this whole face right here, this whole side of your face, so bad yeah. that your eye starts closing. <laughs> Golly. So that's yeah. how that boy won by TKO. Man couldn't perform no more. They called it. Boy left in an ambulance. So imagine going up to the ER in your boxing outfit. <laughs> That'd be kind of cool. Just your shoes, your shorts, got your cup still on, <laughs> got your towel over your head because you're just sad, can't yeah. even see out of one eye. Golly. Imagine being a doctor. Tim. Billy Both Joe Saunders? Got your ass kicked, I'm guessing. I don't, I, don't, I don't think winners would be over here right now. They'll be talking <laughs> in the press conference, right? <laughs> Just fucking fix my eye! <laughs> He's like, oh, we got the ambulance. <laughs> uh, you're at the wrong hospital. You need to go over there. Weenie Hood Juniors! I'm telling you, I, I could, I'm not going for it, so I can't talk shit. If I've got... It's not like that. Part make a dramatic scene. Oh my, my God! Golly, broke your face, bro. Imagine that. I've seen somebody break his orbital bone. That shit's nasty. In person? Yeah. Oh no! It's all like soft and shit. Like on the up. It was like, like swollen and purple instantly type shit. Eyes just all fucked up. I saw that boy get his shit fucked up twice as a kid. Saw that man <laughs> on the soccer field fucking bust ass and get a sticker on his eyeball. God. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine that. That's the worst look. That's what I said. Lot. And then senior year, we're fucking fast forward. 
fucking years later, that was probably fourth grade. So fast forward eight years later, and I see doing mat drills. I see this boy get on the ground first, like already, and the dude was still like coming back. I was like, yo, what's this guy doing? And then you just see that boy do a forward roll because you had to do a forward roll and then back. And then uh, that forward roll got that dude's knee right to that boy's orbital. <laughs> oh, I heard that. I was like, golly. I'm like, that's some crazy shit. Seeing this guy from elementary to fucking senior year get his orbital shit fucked. <laughs> <laughs> and then that boy was just bruised up. Yeah, now he's just like, just chilling with it, chilling with Ooh. his whole eye just fucked up for like a couple months, maybe two months. Yeah, no shit. Damn, <laughs> crazy. I can't imagine. I can't imagine just getting your, your. I can't imagine just getting punched like that till it broke. Shit. Kind of makes me consistent. Want to what? Man, but make it. Kind of makes me want to like train, train some boxing. I want to do it just so or you get that. Just yeah, I saw. Uh, your boy, the MMA version of Jay Bands, uh, Sugar Sean O'Malley, been doing uh, some videos out there, like teaching people how to like throw a basic jab and shit like that. I was like, oh, he's like, he's like, why just keep it up here when I can pass this knowledge to all of y'all out there and help y'all with some street fights just in case. I was like, that man, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just cool. You got that little dummy out there. Yeah, the, they talk about I think they call from here you can back in, he's like boom and then he's like drop down to a knee and I'll give you a perfect angle for and then you fucking spin kick. Yeah. Imagine just hitting the spin kick in the street fight. But yeah, your boy Donald Cerrone lost last night, first round. Didn't watch it. Who did he play? Alex Morono. He's an up and comer kind of dude. Pretty good. Hopefully, I hope Serrano. Uh, look, I hope Serrano retires and just does his like uh, does his, you see? It looks like he's starting to start switch out the little channel with like a some episode has, channel or something. Because he has the fucking uh, the Cowboy Ranch over there in Denver. It's in Denver. I thought it was somewhere in New Mexico or some shit. Nah, I think it's in Denver. That's tight. And he built it from the ground up himself, him and his posse. Handmade. Everything. Every building. Handmade. By him. That's tight. That's why I always say that he's just coming back for a paycheck. He's trying to upgrade something. But for the past few fights, he's just been getting his ass kicked. Uh, if you get knocked out so many times, isn't it like super easy? Yeah, I hear, I hear your chin has a like an expiration date on it. More you just keep on using it, faster it is for the shelf life on the chin. I was like, huh, that's pretty interesting. And this guy got TKO'd by Connor, came back, fought my boy, uh, the hybrid. I wish I could think of his name right now. He ended up getting banned for weed. And then they passed a little rule where you can smoke weed now. And then, really? yeah, he ended up drawing with him, went to a draw, he was pissed, and then he was supposed to fight Diego Sanchez, and that boy pulled out, got released by the UFC, 
and Alex Morono came in. And then anytime Donald Cerrone says, oh, this guy, this guy's going to get the, the shit end of the stick now because uh, I've been training hard. I've been going at it. I got violent intentions. Every time I hear that voice say something like that, I think of him about the Connor fight. And that's basically what he was saying, too. That, oh, man, I can't wait for this fight. I'm gonna We're going to put on a show. Uh, I can't wait. Blah, blah, blah. And then he goes out there. doesn't even do anything. Probably throws one leg kick. That was it. And then Connor just reciprocated that leg kick and went at him. So that was just... <laughs> It just fell off, man. The fly, the main event was a flyweight with the women. Marina Rodriguez, who's been up and coming, against Michelle the Karate Hottie Watterson. Karate Hottie? Yeah, bro, when I saw that match, I was like, Rodriguez going to get it. And they went all rounds, five rounds, and she won by decision. Yeesh. Neil Magny fought Geoff Neal, or Jeff Neal won a decision. And then Neil Magny is the one that's been like, he's one of the welterweights that be like, I'll fight anybody. So he's on the path to maybe fight Hamzat Chimaev. That'd be nice. But next week, 262 in Houston, uh, Oliveira versus Chandler. So that's going to be pretty nice. Tony Ferguson versus Benil Derouche. Damn, Derouche looks like he has more than peanut butter nuts. Dude, that boy Derouche looks like an old-ass man. But that boy's young. 32? Yeah, pretty young compared to 37. Yeah. But then look at him. He has, like, white hairs and all this shit. Looks really old. And, yeah. Caitlin Chukagan versus Vivian Ariujo. I can't even say that. Ariujo. Chukagan looks like a PE teacher. (laughs) Yeah. That's crazy. (laughs) Jack Hermanson versus Edmund Shabizen. That one's going to be really good. That'll be a cracker of a fight. BJJ versus some striking. And the dude striking is really good. Edmund, he's a good guy. And then Shane Burgos and Edson Barboza be a cracker of a fight too. So out of this shit, it has all cracker fights, actually. Yeah, bro. I'm with the odds are on that. On what? Tony, Tony Ferguson versus uh, that Darush guy. Uh, Shane Burgos. I'll say it's probably the same, same odds. If not, Tony Ferguson would be the underdog because he's been on the losing streak. Is he on the Cerrone train? Nah, not really. He lost to the dude in the main event, Charles Oliveira. He lost to him, and he lost to. Uh, the Justin Gaethje before that, but that was on him really. He cut weight twice. Made no sense. He uh, wasn't even in the fight. He wasn't even like uh, a sub or nothing. But he's like, you know what? I'm gonna do this shit. And he just cut weight just to cut weight. And then like the next pay per view, after he cut weight, he had to cut weight again 
and that takes a lot out of you, bro. Especially when you're training for Khabib, and then that doesn't that doesn't fall through. So then you have to fight Justin Gaethje, two different guys. Gonna fuck them up. Yeah, that's just so. Check this out. Tony Ferguson is plus one twenty five. <clears throat> yeah, it's pretty pretty even. Benel Derouche is a man. For a lightweight, that boy looks like a freaking welterweight. Yeah, I've been saying. Yeah. Yes. All these, all these, all, all the odds on these cards are like pretty, pretty even almost. Yeah. Um, hundred. Hundred underdogs. Plus one forty-five is the highest one for that. Uh, on Rio versus Matt Rio. Hmm. I don't know. Trust it. I don't know. I want to see what's going to happen with that lightweight championship. It's going to be a good one. Hell yeah, brother. Finally get the I'm not going out of town next week. So I'm going to get my grounding again. Hey. So sorry for this whole dog crying episode on episode 10 of the Man With Bands. Your weekly sports forecast. Golly. That's right. Ten episodes. Can't believe Ten it. So. Here later yeah. on, we're going to be at 20, and then we're going to have a top ten episodes of the man with bands. <laughs> there's, there's a banger in there somewhere, bro. Dude, the one that's a banger that I see on the downloads is your uh, I Don't Take Day Off. It's up there, bro. It's like top three. It's only 20 minutes long. Maybe that's why. It's just so short. It's nice, I tell you. It's one of my favorite episodes that I've listened to. <laughs> you just want to... Sounds like you're I feel like this to... is going to be worse episode than episode three. That one's straight last. <laughs> I know this one's going to be terrible, bro. Man, that'd be, that'd be cool. That'd be cool if, uh, if you are listening still. That is pretty cool. Because you can now go to www.themanwithbands.squarespace.com. Really? Yeah. Up and running? It's, it's, you can go to it, but like how I, so I was putting the video, I was putting all the episodes on and I messed up. And then I was supposed to do it this weekend, but I just could not find time. So then I was all looking into it and I was trying to chat with some support. They said uh, you can actually edit it as it's published, so I could, so it'll be getting upgraded for sure throughout the weeks, but it's mm-hmm. up there now. And shout out to, it looks like California, Texas, looks like Nevada, Arizona, no, it looks like Colorado, Nevada, Oklahoma looks like. And then people on the East Coast. Uh, I'm not sure if you can see this. Okay. This is what the hot spots look like uh, oh, in the U.S. For what? For listeners. Really? Check this out. This is one that tripped me the fuck out. Shout out to everybody in Italy, Greece, and <laughs> Germany. 
I'm sure you can see that. What? We got we got listeners oh. in different countries, brother. That's really cool. That's what yeah, I said. Yeah. They added this stuff on a dashboard. Lo- downloads by location. Even people out here towards India, bro. What the heck? So shout out oh. to the guys and gals out there across the nation and across the countries. Hopefully. That almost doesn't even make sense to me. That's that's how cool that is. <laughs> There's a lot of Carolina and Denver Bronco fans out there, bro. There's a yes, lot of people sir. that like some UFC content. Sorry about this week, sis. It was a Mother's Day weekend, so I didn't really watch the UFC events, but I did watch the Canelo fight. My first time really watching an actual boxing match. I've seen a few in my day, but this is the first time that I was like, I want to watch it, man. Gypsy Boys sound lit. <laughs> I was like, hey, cool, we were walking around in Versace robes in Vegas doing press conferences. I was like, that's some confidence I want to be on. I gotta check this out. I think Canelo is probably the best boxer I've ever watched box. Period, right? Like ever, bro. I've seen Floyd yeah. Mayweather, Oscar. Uh, that's about it, really. <laughs> and then Canelo. Yeah. And then I'm like, dude, Canelo's been the best boxer I've ever seen. This guy, IQ is high. His body movement is just amazing. Patient. And and his hits are just they look. For his size, I think they weighed in at 167 last night. Or when they weighed in, 167. So I was like, golly, it's like pretty small but pretty big at the same time. That's yeah. a welterweight kind of shit in UFC. So I was like, damn. That boy has some power behind them hits. So much it broke a dude's face. That's cool. Yeah. That's crazy. Hell yeah. So shout out to everybody out there listening and download. Appreciate the the whole visits. That's nice. Appreciate the love on them. Till next till next week, episode eleven. Be Stay way tuned. better. Be no dog crying. So everybody, thank you, and I apologize again because I feel like this is gonna be one of the terrible episodes we've ever filmed. <laughs> And on that one, we out. Peace.